And welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. And we are back after the the big game on Sunday night, which released a lot of trailers <laughs> and got a lot of people wondering and uh, fanboys all excited about the possibility of uh, uh, maybe something good happening in the MCU. But we'll see. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of news happening as well. Um, and, uh, a couple of what you're looking at, uh, very special in memorial, maybe, maybe, <laughs> and, uh, uh, not well, yet. Maybe before the podcast is over, maybe we'll have a very special in memorial. Yeah. We need to keep checking. Just keep checking. checking in. Keep refreshing, uh, refreshing. No, 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 no. All right. Well, let's hit the news first before we upset pod men, Ron. In the news, we have, again, a news-packed news stream. Uh, starting off with something that I think, Brian, you said you predicted, your alter-ego nerd Stradamus may have predicted, of Kevin Smith's Plastic Man, saying that Plastic Man would be a great uh, character for DC to kind of use as a Deadpoolish type character or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it wasn't even that long ago. It was probably like in the past uh, six Eight weeks, I said something like that. We were talking, we were kind of pitching some stuff that they could do, uh, you know, out of uh, Peacemaker and everything. And I, and I said that uh, uh, Plastic Man would be a fantastic property for DC to use. So, and then Kevin Smith uh, this week said he uh, um, threw his name in the in the hat for uh, for a Plastic Man movie. Which well, it, fantastic. and Kevin Smith is just—I mean, you got to believe that he is just aching to be. Involved in some of these properties, right? I mean, I think he's gone on record being like, nah, why do I want to direct a Marvel movie? I just enjoy watching him. Deep inside, his little fanboy heart, you know he wants to be a part, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He wants to be a part of it. And then it makes you start thinking about, you know, who would they cast as Plastic Man, right? Yeah, the the name that uh, got tossed around was uh, Jim, what's his face? Uh, Sheldon from uh, yeah, Big Bang Parsons. Theory. Yeah. Jim Parsons. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, just 20 years ago, it had been Jim Carrey. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I heard Jim Parsons was just the voice that they did an animated. Which they did do an animated at one point. Remember, Plastic, Plastic Man had his own uh, Saturday morning oh. cartoon show at one point. Back in the 80s, yes. Back in the- yeah, I enjoyed the Plastic Man TV show. Didn't he have a dog, it too? Was- a plastic dog or something like that? or A, a, a baby. baby. A baby that yeah. <laughs> fell yeah, into he had a, a baby, but they, ne- they never explained who the mother was. It was that chick, that hot chick he was always hanging around. I don't think it was. I don't think he was banging her. I just assumed that the baby fell into a vat of uh, chemicals or something like that, maybe. But No, he looked just like Plastic Man. He had the sunglasses, a little baby onesie that looked like Plastic Man's onesie, and, you know, he stretched. And- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they ever said it was uh, What's-Her-Face's kid. But it was Plastic Man's kid. Yeah, it was, it was definitely. Pl- I assumed it was just like uh, every '80s sitcom that the mother died. Yeah, <laughs> the mother or father. He couldn't have both parents. Yeah. Couldn't just have couldn't both have. parents. That was unheard of. That's that's why we're in the situation we are now in this country. <laughs> yeah, Latchkey kids and single parents. Uh, <laughs> speaking of cartoons, though, another of a possible revival. I mean, it's definite or or not definite that Futurama may come back in the near future. Yeah, Futurama is definitely coming back to Hulu, minus a very large uh, uh, um, component. 
So probably probably the largest component. Uh, but uh, no Bender, or at least yeah, no, no voice Bender. of Bender. Well, they recast. They're going. Yeah, Joe Joe DiMaggio or John yeah. DiMaggio. John. John DiMaggio is not coming back and say. Uh, uh, so he's holding out, and uh, not for him to get more money. He he's kind of like objecting to like the whole cast, like the. That uh, the the salaries that they're that they're offering are are not on par. <laughs> Billy West, uh, is although okay he's with the it, only definitely. one that didn't come back. Yeah. What you say? <laughs> Billy West is okay with it, evidently, right? He's fine with it. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> Cal folded in for that much money. What? And literally, I mean, that's the thing about it. It's sort of like, I mean, these guys are literally phoning it in. I mean, they're they're sitting and recording in their freshly painted nerdatorium. They're yeah, recording just like, just like we are exactly. Uh, and they still want more money. And they're probably getting, I mean, I, both of those guys get work on a steady basis, I imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a Hulu. I mean, it's probably only going to be like 10, you know, 10, 12 episodes. Right. So, I mean, how much, although, I mean, Bender's, you know, going to be in every episode. Right. And he's always going to have at least the B, the B story in each episode. So, <laughs> it's, it's so a, yeah. you're saying it's a solid 10 hours of work. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, it may be a full day's worth of work. work. Yeah. A whole day's worth of work. And uh, um, it's not like it's Zoidberg, you know, like uh, where he's going to pop in, hit his catchphrase and leave. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. He will be doing more work than some. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Problems, but still. problems to have. We wish we had that many problems on the, yeah. uh, the Podman cartoon show. The little pod kids. Pod, yeah. yeah. Pod uh, babies. Pod babies. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, a little bit more back in the uh, comic book news. Uh, a release of Blade, a picture of Blade in his new costume. And Podman Ron, what do you think of this Blade costume with uh, uh, Murhurash Ali, with, with whoever he is? I, I didn't see a problem with it, actually. I mean, it looks like the Blade from the 90s. I mean, it looks just the same. There's not much to do with Blade these days. Unless how we how much could they mess it up, right? Go to that green '70s costume with the big afro and the sunglasses, but you know, but I don't think they're going to do that again. So, no. Yeah, it's just funny to me that the uh, uh, it looks just like the Matrix. It's like they don't even—they're not they sunglasses even and a black overcoat. But right? I mean, but when they redid Blade in the comic books, I mean, that's what he wears. I mean, yeah, well, that's accurate. So. It's the black duster. I like that he's bringing back the the uh, round sunglasses. So <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. That's the new. That's why you know it's the new blade. The new blade. And I posted in our uh, our uh, Instagram that uh, the uh, I hope they flip up like uh, Dwayne Wayne on a, a different world. <laughs> that would be nice. Where he could flip them up and then at nighttime, yeah, yeah, flip at them nighttime down. he flips them up and then day when he's the day walker, so yeah. he flip them down during the day. Yeah, that makes sense. Day walker, he has to have sunglasses during the day. So yeah, yeah, but not at night. He can't see, so he no. flips them up. Or maybe when he's getting ready to tussle with a vampire, he'll do the whole Stallone over the top, where you know he turns the hat around, he oh, flips, yeah. flips the sunglasses down, and then everybody just like, oh shit, blade means business. It's going down. It's going yeah. down. Well, from one black-clad costume to another, we get a little sneak peek of Michael Keaton as a Batman. And, <laughs> and Podman Ron shaking his head. Uh, I don't know what to think about this. Again, these are all 
uh, someone took them with their iPhone type picture, so please don't judge. But it kind of looks like it's a, a painted on costume that they just kind of pulled over his tubby little body, doesn't it? Squeezed them into a. Well, I don't think it's even Michael Keaton. I think that's his body double. I I think you're probably right about that. It's hard to see his Michael Keaton's face in there, right? So yeah, I, I do like that. It, it's I mean, it looks like the 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 80s and 90s Batman costume uh, revisited today. So, yeah, I mean, it looks updated. like it's it's like updated, but it still looks a lot like the one from the 90s, right. 80s and like 90s. I like the cow and I like the, you know, the, the circle, the yellow circle with the bat emblem, but there's something weird going on with the shoulders and the cape. I don't know what what's going on right there, but it just You're- it looks like the cape's plastic, right? I think they do that intentionally, though. Like, uh, if you see a lot of times when you see these production photos of like whether it's Shazam or Superman or whatever, they're not even wearing the cape. Right. So it's, it's like they've got like a point where they can say, okay, the cape should be attached here, but then they just go in and CGI the cape. Yeah. Oh, it just looked odd. It looked very odd. So maybe uh, you're maybe you're just used for your Batman to have a popped collar now. Uh, mm. God, please. Like Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, what else we got uh, from Batman? Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Just had the season finale of the recording. Uh, but it's already greenlit for season two. So congratulations <laughs> to uh, James Gunn's girlfriend. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's hot, guys. She's, I mean. I, I thought she was hotter at the beginning of the season, though. When she started... <laughs> When she started having feelings and trying to emote, yeah, I kind of liked her less there. I liked her as a cold stone bitch first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably goes to show you why who I married, what I married. But anyway. <laughs> zing. That's a zing. zing. Take that. Boom, roasted. All right. Uh, so all of that good news, season two for Pacemaker. What about Avengers? Now, Brian, I think you posted something really uh, today. Uh, that Kevin Feige was like, yeah, there's not going to be another Avengers type movie, right? Yeah, he said he's gone out and said that you know it was ten years and twenty two movies leading up to the Avengers, and now it's done. The Avengers are done. Uh, which, I mean, <laughs> Kevin Feige, I feel like all of Phase Four, he's been kind of getting <laughs> been high on his own stash, or he's kind of quiet, like. Maybe to your point, yeah, there's just not – there's nothing to talk about really, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about, and it's like uh, it's like we you had Kevin Feige before Captain Marvel, and now we've got post-Captain Marvel Cap- Kevin Feige where it's <laughs> like he believes nothing, he can do no wrong, right? and any of this shit will land, and it's not. I mean, their uh, Eternals did not pan out. They're already saying they're not making another Eternals movie. You know, the uh, Captain Marvel, that nobody is clamoring to see the, the new Captain Marvel movie. It, it has no buzz, you know, heading into it. So it's it's interesting. Like, uh, I wonder I wonder how long I wonder how long it's going to be before he has to retract that statement oh, yeah. and say, oh. I mean, my first thought is that, yeah, that's probably that's probably the right call, because first of all, uh, there's no more Avengers <laughs> almost. Right. And uh, I mean, you need uh, to- 
other characters that are coming around. Bingo, that, yeah. You got She-Hulk, you got... Well, well, I, I was thinking more of you got Fantastic Four and X-Men, fuck the Avengers, because you, you need to start building some universes around those families. Yeah, but you don't want to give up what you've already built up. I mean, you, you're going to assume there's always going to be, should be, an Avengers team out there doing whatever they do. They'll just reference it. Well... And I and I just as we were talking, just had like a kind of like a uh, a nurse a horror flashback, <laughs> a nurse to dom, nurse dramas flash. Uh, but I, I can almost guarantee you this is what's going to happen. We're not going to get an Avengers movie, but you know what we're going to get PMR. What Young Avengers? A Force. Ooh, could get A Force. The all we we saw we saw it on screen. Now, just- now that I've said it, now that I've said it though. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, like, well, like the love for Captain Marvel and all the other stuff they're pushing, She-Hulk and everything else. That's what that's. And we may yeah. get that, but we're we we forgot we're getting a Dark Avengers movie. Yeah, well, with Thunderbolts, Dark Avengers. We, yeah, we're getting they're putting that team together because. Uh, is it? But will it be a movie or just a, a TV show? It'll probably just be a TV show. And we got Young oh. Avengers. Like, I don't. Yeah, then you got Young Avengers out there, so kind of building that, so. <laughs> which way with everything that you know. Oh no, we're not doing an Avengers team. Yeah, we're right. doing the Dark Avengers or the Young Avengers. So maybe well, that's and, what. And so with Young Avengers, I have a little Nurture Thomas prediction. Uh, All right. Uh, later on in the Multiverse of Madness so, okay. review. So. All right. Uh, and then, so let's go move over quickly. Cause I, again, we know we have a lot of talking about casting Star Trek four, the, the Chris Pine Star Trek universe, uh, Podman Ron. Again, I always say it. You're the biggest Star Trek fan, whether you call yourself a Trekkie or a Trekker PMR. What do you think about this news? You know, I, I like the first one okay. of, the, of the Kelvin universe, Check. You know, Star Trek 09. I liked the third one a lot. Star Trek beyond. That was good. The The middle one was absolutely stupid. But it's been, what, five, six years since they've made this? And the last one kind of, even though it was really good, it kind of fell on its face. There's really no one really clamoring to see a Star Trek <laughs> And I don't, I mean, I don't know where they're going to go with this. So I, I, I'm not excited about it. I don't think it's going to do anything except just... Maybe it's maybe we'll introduce a new cast. Maybe they just they're just using the this vehicle. To oh, we're going to do a next generation cast. Or right, something? right. Well, there was uh, there was at one point, and I'm sure it's it's so far uh, beyond now. But at one point, Chris Hemsworth was was tied to yeah, yeah, to yeah. the Star Trek Four to come back. As uh, Kurt's dad was absolutely stupid because the only reason they did that was because Chris Hemsworth rose from I mean because he was a nobody when he was in Star Trek 09 as Kirk's dad the first what ten minutes of the movie and he got killed but and now that his star powers rose so they were going to create this whole script yeah. just on that that makes sense That's ridiculous but yeah. do you remember my pitch? What was it? I had a good pitch for this, right? So uh, since there's the alternate, the it's, alternate. It's not line, good when when Brian starts rubbing his hands together and twirling his mustache like that. You know, it's not going to be good. <laughs> no, the alternate timeline. So what? I have to go 
because I had I had a really cool way it tied in, and now I'm forgetting it. But um, basically, you introduced the Borg earlier, like whatever Nero did brought the brought the Borg's attention to our sector of space, and so the Borg started coming to our, our sector of space, and so many people died. There was so much debris and so many ships and everything uh, that that uh, where people died during that Nero battle that those were some of the first Borg in our sector of the universe. And so you could bring back uh, Kirk's dad as a, uh, as a Borg and let Kirk fight the Borg. Already up uh, Chris Hemsworth's pretty face as a Borg. Yeah, you can't do that, Brian. Bad yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah, they would never do that. And I mean, not just his face, his body. <laughs> um, can't cover I mean, up that he body. Could be a shirtless Borg. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they, they got to have uh, new, the new Chippendales Borg. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Hey, that's a good pitch. That's not a bad pitch. Not a bad idea. See, Kirk take Picard's biggest enemy, yeah, right. And how Picard beat him? How would Kirk have beaten the Borg? That's a good yeah, point. Both shirtless. Both you know, shirtless. Kirk, Kirk loves to lose his shirt too. <laughs> no, you know. Here's another thing I was talking about. The other, when this news was announced. I mean, when it's been what 15 years since. Well, let's say oh nine. What? Well, what are we looking at? About thirteen years. years. Let's round it up to fifteen. Well, that was between uh, for Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan. So, are we going to have you know all the costume changes that went? If we're that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Have the maroon outfits. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the admiral outfits. Yeah, with the turtlenecks and all. Yeah. Yeah. Collars. Do that. you know, I would I would go for that. I'd be okay with that. Of course, the, the classic <laughs> yellow and blue and all that bullshit. Podman uh, Ryan's okay with a pop collar uniform. You know that's true. Damn right. That's just damn skippy. <laughs> and, uh, pop collar. Yeah, that's the future, people. <laughs> all right. Speaking of future, uh, during the Super Bowl, we got a lot of new trailers out there. We've got Moon Knight. Uh, Black Adam, Doctor Strange, and then some at Jurassic World, and then the the one to beat them all afterwards, uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Let's start it off with uh, Moon Knight. Let's start with Moon Knight. Uh, the trailer didn't really show us much, and it didn't show us, uh, Brian, I'm not sure if you uh, posted this or not, or, I'm sure you guys saw it, the... Uh, you know the what the gentleman Moon Knight costume. Yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah. That's the Warren Ellis Moon Knight run, where he's wearing like the suit and and uh, and, and just the uh, just the, the mask. His per- persona is Mister Knight. Oh, okay, Mister Nice. Thank you. I- it's it's like another identity, like Mark Spectra, Jake Lockley, and now he's developed this fifth uh, persona as uh, Mister Knight. So. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I mean, speaking for me, I, you know, this this trailer that that aired over the Super Bowl, the only thing that was exciting that was really cool was seeing the cape unfurl into a crescent as he's, as he was jumping. Uh, but yeah. other than that, I'm just like I and I loved Moon Knight in the '80s, but this is not my Moon Knight. Hashtag not my Moon Knight, Ryan. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I was on the fence about the the costume. Uh, it was really cool sometimes, and then I'd look at it and like, eh, not so much. This trailer, when the when it kind of comes on them, I, it wasn't. It was one of those not so much. You know, I, I didn't really like it. He looked like a mummy with a with a cape on. Is that, I, <laughs> Super it, mummy. Well, that's what they're going for, though. I mean, right. no, and, 
and it's a cool idea. It really is. I just don't like it. it. Considering where Moon Knight comes from, but yeah, like Brad just said, I just it's just not the Moon Knight that we grew up with. Well, and considering it's weird because considering it's supposed to just be bandages, why does he have like still have the the molded like chest pieces and stuff? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like all like what. You, you don't get to have it both ways. Either it's like a you know a mystical garb, or it's body armor. Yeah, but it's not both. From? Yeah, where's that all? Yeah, kind of like Doctor so, Strange, where he, he has a bunch of garb and shit like that, but it's not it's muscular. All cloth. Yeah, it's all cloth. Yeah, yeah. It's like Ragman. No, Ragman. Remember Ragman? Yeah, yeah, Ragman. But but so and here's the thing too. I feel like we're getting into the. Marvel was good about not doing this, and as time has progressed, it's like they're picking up old, bad superhero habits. Mm. But like the suits, too bulky. There's no, you doesn't. We were just talking about Michael Keaton's costume. It doesn't look like he can turn his head. It doesn't look like he can <laughs> bend his arms. You know, right. it's like ah, I hope nobody, you know, walks sidles up to to his left because he's going to have no idea they're standing there. <laughs> you know, like that, like. Yeah. It's just weird. Like we we there was such a good I mean think about like Cap suit, Cap's costume in Avengers. You know, like he had total mobility. Avengers, when you got to a Winter Soldier, Cap's costumes always made sense. Right. And, but now we it's like we've thrown that shit out the window and we're going back to the the, uh, the this garbage, these rubber suits again. So yeah, I'm not a fan of, of the Moon Knight suit. It, by any means, yeah. so. we'll, we'll reserve judgment. I, you know, I do. I think I read, and it completely makes sense if it's true that they're like, yeah, well, you know, Moon Moon Knight was kind of close to Batman, right? He was Marvel's Batman in a way that it was, you know, billionaire with a lot of cool gadgets and toys, kind of a little schizophrenic, nutty, kind of like Bruce Wayne or whatever. You know, he had his his band of of uh, people that would, so his support team, he had Frenchie the butler instead of Alfred. So he was pretty close to Batman. Uh, so maybe they, they're, you know, trying not to do that with this, with this well, TV yeah, series. Yeah, which, but that all means no body armor, right? I mean, that may, that means, you know, he wouldn't have body armor. Right, well, right. I mean, what Brad, you described was him in the 80s. Right. Through the Really fucked up Moon Knight. I mean, there was a good storyline. I know Brian probably remembers it from, what was it, McNiven or something from the early 2000s? Steve McNiven, yeah. That was an awesome storyline. But as times progressed, they made well, it. Well, it was Bendis. I mean, it, it's just really stupid. But there are some costumes that he wears that has this armor that, you know, it's like a chest plate that he puts on. Yeah. And it. More like a chest plate than it does just a costume. So, you know what I'm talking about, Brian, with the black. He's got the- yeah, yeah. It was it was oh, Bendis okay. and McNiven did it. But uh, the the reasoning though is so that these actors don't have to get in shape for the part. <laughs> but they and spend money all on all this to. training. They show, oh look at Oscar Isaac. He's learning Mai Tai and he's he's, uh, he's fighting this and Krav Mag and all. <laughs> it's just like yeah. Then cover them up and use CGI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. some guy who can really fight and wrap them in a wrap, you know. I know, but I, I would like to look forward to it, but I'm not. But if they're if they're going to play up again, I like Moon Knight in the '80s. I know he had 
like you said, Podman Ryan, a shit ton of different storylines and iterations, and I don't know if I like that punch as much. So I, I may end up not liking this show. But well, uh, if you would read those, the ones I'm talking about, Stephen McNiven in the early 2000s, it's all, it's like the first 12 issues with his art, maybe the first 15. It's really freaking cool. And then it goes to shit after that. I don't think it's ever recovered, in my opinion. I mean, I'm sure there's some chumps out there who like all that new shit, but... They're wrong. They're wrong. Oh, they're wrong. All right. Moon Knight, we'll see what happens. Uh, Black Adam. Uh, We got a little bit of a sneak peek of Black Adam. And uh, Lord knows what's going on in this trailer. We see Black Adam. We see Dr. Fate, Hawkman, uh, Adam Adam Smasher, uh, Adam Smasher and Tornado Girl. Dr. Fate. I was not interested in Black Adam at all. I think I'm... I'm, Justice Society? yeah, I'm, yeah, I'd like to see Justice Society, but I'm, I'm a man. The Rock is just, uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is sad. Watch a man's hero fall like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of. What do you? When do you think the turning out. point was, PMR? Him on my fucking Instagram feed every. <laughs> <laughs> you could not follow him, and maybe you'd like him more. Yeah, I, I swear to God. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm, everything else looked cool on it, okay. except, you know, Black Adam was like, eh, it's just The Rock. I look at him and then go, it's the fucking Rock. It's not, <laughs> Poor Rock, typecast it. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. I do like the fact that uh, he didn't just make it uh, Black Adam. I mean, the fact that, that, he, that he's brought in all these other Justice Sharing Society characters yeah. is, is pretty cool. So... Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm down, but I'm, I love the Justice Society. Everybody so, loves Justice Society. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't like that Hawkman. He, I don't know what the that, that Hawkman did not look good at all. I thought it looked fine. Yeah. Uh, Tornado mm-hmm. Girl, Cyclone. Oh yeah. Tornado girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, it, it's not much to see there, but it was cool seeing. It will be neat seeing Justice uh, Society on the big screen, although we've seen most of Justice Society on the uh, small screen as well, I guess, right? Yeah. So, Smallville. Smallville and uh, Stargirl, right? Stargirl. All right. We'll see what happens there. Uh, let's uh, – Brian uh, – are you editing it as we talk here or no? Oh, I just... Uh, oh, okay. I, I just saw something move on the uh, rundown. All right, the big one. That, well, let's let's go to Jurassic World. checking it. Thank you very much. <laughs> let's skip over Doctor Strange because it feels like there's a lot to talk about that one, right? Uh, yeah. Let's go to Jurassic World. Now, I do not want another Jurassic movie. I am over Jurassic World. I, but you I guys loved it. That last movie sucked so bad. But this one looks really good. Bringing in, bringing in like Brian talked about on our last episode. What what do we call it? Uh, um, it's a requel. It's a requel. I mean, that's pretty much what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, they're bringing the OG cast to mix it up with the uh, Chris Pratt bunch, and I don't know. It looks, <laughs> it looks really good. The Chris Pratt bunch would make a great Saturday morning cartoon as well. Chris by the way, Pratt. I'm surprised he doesn't have that yet. Oh, the, the uh, yeah, it looked really, really good. Um, and it's, it's because they brought back, you know, uh, Sam Neill or they brought back, um, uh, Alan Grant and, and, uh, Ian Malcolm and all. 
and not just Ian Malcolm like testifying before a, <laughs> the last a Senate subcommittee yeah, no, or something. Really. I mean, they, they you know they brought the whole cast, and the whole cast looked great. Hell, they looked better than they did thirty years ago. Laura Dern looks fantastic. There you I go. Five Man Run is sold. It's sold. It, I am there. I, I feel like at some point there's going to be a you know like a behind the scenes story of Jurassic World two. Because there's so many weird choices they made in that movie. It's terrible. And, and uh, it's just don't explain. Like, why would you make it all? First off, why would you uh, have it set in a mansion? You went from like an island to a mansion and the dinosaurs are in the basement of the mansion. Right, right. It's yeah. so bizarre. Like, it's such a weird, like, uh, a choice. Like movies. It felt like two fucking different movies. It was like, okay... We're, we started out on this island for the first 30, 45 minutes, and then the rest of the movie, we're in a, a fucking basement of a mansion. I mean, <laughs> no fucking sense. Yeah, it was really weird. It was it's such a weird movie. But yeah, this looks like what we were kind of promised, you know, in the last movie. Yeah. Like, what, what should have happened in the last movie. So, you know, dinosaurs are loose. They're in, the, they're in America. The place, yeah. They're everywhere. And... It looks like it looks like Jurassic World meets Fast and the Furious. <laughs> That's what this trailer looked like. <laughs> so it's uh, uh, lots of uh, lots of uh, um, insane. I mean, there probably won't be much story to it, right? But do you need that much story? It's dinosaurs and, uh, and the Chris Pratt all. gang, exactly, and the Chris Pratt gang. Chris Pratt gang. Awesome. <clears throat> I wonder yeah. where this kid came from. I wonder if they're, you know, did you gotta have a kid? kid? Yeah, you always got to have a kid. But now there's like the kid that's with Owen and um, what's her face. Right. Uh, and it's like, is it her daughter? Is it his daughter? Well, she's living She's living in that cabin in the woods with him. I kind of wondered who the, uh, if the uh, African-American female that's with him, is that uh, Ian's daughter? Remember she was the number Two? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering if that's her. The gymnast? Yeah, the gymnast. Woo. <laughs> was she in the movie before? Or they just mentioned? She was in two. Oh, okay. Ben's daughter. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. So. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, nerds have been picking apart this trailer and uh movie poster since it's released here and we i mean we've got i don't know what is this a full 100% confirmation that uh uh x men that charles xavier is going to be introduced in this movie i hope um, not <laughs> no it's, i mean it's I mean, unless it's, they're doing uh, intentionally swerving us it's there i mean he's right. it's patrick stewart so, unless that's not actually in the movie and they're just trying to pull a complete swerve on everybody. Could be. Um, Podman Ron, you're saying no. Why? Uh, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a novelty. <laughs> it was like a, a passing of the torch, per se. And also, Sony could actually use a Spider-Man in their universe they're building. So, it was kind of cool with Amazing Spider-Man what they did. Now the fan service has just gotten out of hand with, you know, the multiverse and we're going to bring the X-Men back. And I'd like to see a different <clears throat> professor. I mean, fucking 
Patrick Stewart's like 90 years old. I mean, how much longer is he going to last? Why wouldn't they use James McAvoy, right? At least. At least. But I'd rather just recast all together and let's just get a a, a new X-Men. I, I don't know why people, they listen to fandom, oh, let's bring back uh, Jack, Hugh Jackman. No, we've seen Dang. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for 20 years. Let's do something different. <clears throat> you know, I, I, I just... And now we're going to see all these fucking old Marvel movie characters and popping up because it's a multiverse and these could exist. You better do it now. Well, Brian, I think you were um, – you had pointed out a couple of things, <clears throat> whether it's from the trailer or from the movie poster. Uh, people are saying that they spotted hints of Deadpool somewhere or another. I didn't get that at yeah. all. And Deadpool, maybe suppose- Iron Man. Yeah, uh, the, the the two that would come to mind, Iron Man and Deadpool. Yeah, so, uh, and, and some of this is poster, some of this is, is, is the trailer. But in the poster, you can see what does look to be Deadpool, right? I don't, is it I don't see that. What is it? I mean, it was like this white It's in board. one of the shards of glass. <laughs> right. <laughs> it looks like uh, the reflection of Deadpool. Like his eye? I, I looked at it yeah. upside down, and I still couldn't see it. But, okay. You, you, you got a blur. It's like one of those old laser posters. You, you do I have to like cross my eyes it. and stare at it and go <laughs> let it go blurry? Okay. It was the one exception to this, because I think you could have Deadpool movies play outside, because Deadpool breaks the fourth wall all the time. You don't have to have him kind of like what he does in the in the X-Men universe, he just makes fun of them in his own movie. You know, he's never right. started in a movie. So just let him play in his own movies and you can have Marvel characters guest star in his movies, but never be canon with the mm, other movies. Interesting. What they did with the X-Men. Which, uh, so, and that, that kind of brings us to all of this stuff. There's, there's lots of meat in this, in this multiverse of madness trailer. So in the poster, You've got what people feel is looks like Deadpool, right? Uh, you've also got a, a snippet of uh, Agent Carter's or uh, Captain Carter's shield, right? With the with the Union Jack in the center. Um, then you've got the Illuminati, the scene where um, Mordo arrests uh, Stephen Strange and brings him into that room. You know, the and it's uh, you see. People are saying, is that Blade? No, it's Mordo. You can see that's Mordo, like walking right. across. Right. But for some reason, people think that might be Blade. It's not. <laughs> um, uh, that's where you see Patrick Stewart said, well, maybe we should tell him, you know. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, it's like over the shoulder, but you, it's obviously uh, um, Professor X. Right. Uh, other people have said in that scene, you, you've got a like a, uh, a broad-shouldered person sitting, like the silhouette, and, and they think that is uh, um, Captain Carter. Uh, they also think that they've seen um, Ian Groford, uh, uh <clears throat> Reed, Richards. Reed Richards. Or A. Reed Richards, right. Or A. Reed Richards. Then you've got, as they're falling through the the, sh- the yeah. fractures in the in the universe uh what looks to be like they're falling through an animated sequence um now is it going to spend a lot of time in the animated sequence who knows so but all of this if they're falling through you know time and and, and through all these different dimensions and, and you got deadpool make a one-liner and they fall through the you know the uh the spider-man into the spider-verse universe for a blip 
so if, if it just they just fall through that stuff and it's just sort of like passing, you know, uh, um, uh, Easter eggs, right? You know, fine. I think that's what you're going to end up having. Is it's not going to mean anything in the in the grand scheme of things. It's just going to be a moment. Um, I feel like the Illuminati scene was probably what some of the stuff they did in the reshoots. Right. I've got a feeling that stuff was added. Um, but uh, uh, I think it's all just because America uh, Chavez can kick holes in, in dimensions. That that that's what, and that's what um, the uh, the Lord Chaos is is trying to use her for. So. Because you see Lord Chaos in the in the trailer, I don't know so but I don't think I don't think any of I don't think Lord Chaos is the bad guy. It's not uh, um, Wanda. It, it's Wanda. Yeah, okay. it's, it's going to be Wanda. Wanda is you is is doing whatever she can to try and save Tommy and Billy, or find Tommy and Billy in the multiverse, and so she's going to end up being the the bad. Of the uh, well, she makes that statement to him, you know, why Why do you do it? You're right, the hero, I do it, I'm the villain. So, she yeah. ain't wrong, she ain't so, wrong. <clears throat> that's all I know. She ain't wrong. Vision was afraid mm-hmm. of the multiverse, he wasn't wrong. Um, one of the things I read real quick on the uh, the animated part, which is again, frames in the trailer, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not even mm-hmm. seconds, it's just frames of these fanboys that have dissected it. Uh, God bless him. But it's like, okay, well, is that the Spider-Verse? Is it the What If universe? Or uh, one person speculated that the was kind of fun. Oh, no, no. I, I heard the uh, X-Men uh, 97 or whatever. You know, the, the X-Men oh, yes. as a way of kind of reintroducing that. And it's like, well, that that would be completely stupid, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, well, it, it it sounds like uh, you know corporate synergy. <laughs> yeah, you know? a lot of corporate you know? synergy coming out of this movie. And I would love if it was the '60s, you know, clutch cargo like Spider-Man and, and Iron Man <laughs> cartoons that they drop in. I would like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of having Tom Cruise as Iron Man, I think having the uh, Tony Stark is a millionaire. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Think that would now. Be- there's one thing, if you guys seen that you see a, a a character flying forward, and it's kind of it looks like there's like a cosmic energy coming off of it, right. and a lot of people are saying that that is um, uh, Iron Monica Rambeau. Uh, okay. um, <clears throat> Photon, whatever. Photon. They're saying it's photon. Uh, I, Everybody kept for a couple of days. Everybody was saying it's photon, it's photon, it's photon. I zoomed in. It looks like uh, the the actor that plays Kang in an Iron Man suit. Oh, okay. Without the helmet, <clears throat> maybe like a maybe like a like a uh, just a, a domino mask or a half helmet. Yeah. But it looks like to me, it looks like him. So I'm thinking it's Iron Lad. Yeah. Who oh, is okay. the young? Yeah. Who's a young Kang? Yep. Uh, that would be a deal because it could be anywhere from Tom Cruise to Monica Rambeau. Did you, yeah. Did you see the uh, what I saw when I posted that photo, PMR? Did, what did it look like to you? Yeah. Uh, I, I saw it. I, I agree with you. It does look like that I, would be I, cool. It makes it to be because they're putting together the Young Avengers. So, what better way to introduce him in is than this? So. And everybody keeps saying we're going to get Tom Cruise Iron Man, or that well, I, don't know, I think you're going to get a Iron. 
man person, but it's going to be Iron Lad. So yeah, I think it's going to be Iron Lad. I think that's well, we yeah. Because the, the picture you posted, it did look like that. I mean, it, I I agree totally with you. Uh, I don't know. I, I like the idea of uh, the old school eighties uh, Iron Man costume. That's now, uh, uh, the, just a, a little side note. Since we're talking about Photon, in the comics, they're removing Carol Danvers again. And so Binary's coming back, which was just the cosmic energy that imbued Carol Danvers. So they're getting rid of Carol Danvers in the comics again, and it's just the Warhawk, you know, binary persona or whatever you want to call it. And uh, so now everybody's clamoring that, oh, this this is how they're going to get rid of uh, get rid of. Uh, uh, what's your face? Yeah. Larson, you know Larson. I think I'm the only one, and I and I wasn't crazy about that movie the first time I saw it. But the more times I saw it, I actually liked the movie. Whoa! Like Marvel. I mean, she's seems like she's kind of a bitch in real life, but I mean, other than that, <laughs> she's I mean, Marvel. I mean, I don't such grief about it. I mean, she wasn't bad. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, what else? What else you got? All right, and then if so, uh, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe Captain Marvel will make her appearance in the Multiverse of Madness, as uh, everybody and their mother is supposedly in it. Uh, but we'll see. I, I will say that this trailer kind of got me more interested in it. Um, so that's something. That's something for the MCU for me. Uh, it actually more interested in it also. I mean, because I was a, I could give two shits about Doctor Strange, but I'm like, this this last trailer was like, okay, this is a little bit more interesting. Oh, and, and on the what-if part of it, the zombies make an appearance in the trailer as well, right? Yeah. So it's sort of like, mm-hmm. okay, again, maybe a little bit too much fan service. They're throwing everything in this <clears throat> Everything. All right, well, let's real quickly, let's hit on uh, <laughs> the thing we were joking about in the green room a bit. Uh, you know, Brian posts a lot of stuff or texts a lot of stuff to us. Hey, look at this. This is interesting. Here's some news. And then he posts something about fucking Chip and Dell. And it's like, Brian, you've lost your marbles. But lo and behold, Brian's a genius. And they uh, posted, made us aware of the Chip and Dell Rescue Ranger reboot coming up on Disney Plus. And it looks like the best of anything we've talked about so far. Yeah, actually, uh, like you said, when uh, Brian posted on the uh, group chat, I, was, I didn't even look at it the first day or so. I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he probably been Ryan's like, what's this? What's this? What's then the this? next day, who are these people? Who are these chipmunks? <laughs> and then I was bored, and I thought, well, let me watch this real quick. You're sitting know, on the toilet. And, uh, yeah, it was actually, it was, it's made by the guys who do uh, the, that make up the Lonely Island. Uh what is it, Andy Sandberg? Yeah, Andy Sandberg, uh, Akiva, was it Gold Smith? Gold. Randy Sandberg. And uh, Yorma Tacone. Man, and it, it, it looked good. Like Brad said, it's probably better than anything I've watched. <laughs> and what, what's the premise here, Brian? So, honestly, it's like a, uh, um, uh, a True Roger Hulk. Rabbit. It's, it's, it's basically Roger like Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah. So it's they're set in the it's the real world, Char, you know, animated characters exist. They're, it's like they're stars of, of the movies. They're not animated. They coexist uh, with humans. Yeah, they coexist with humans. And uh, uh, there's Andy Samberg is playing Dale, um, 
and then John Mulaney is playing Chip. But then you've got, you know, uh, all the other characters from Rescue Rangers, but then they even do callback, like Roger Rabbit's in, Roger Rabbit's in the trailer, and Scrooge McDuck is in the trailer. And so uh, it's, uh, but yeah, it's basically like, a, uh, it seems very much like a Roger Rabbit kind of a, kind of a movie. Uh, it looks uh, pretty so enjoyable. Some sort of mystery happens, and they have they're brought back together <clears throat> to solve this real life mystery in in real life. I guess right, right, That's right. Kind of- and it's and there's a little bit of the Muppets, you know, where the yep. Muppets came back, uh, you know. So, uh, but the but- the the little bit of a twist is that one of them, Chip or Dell has had CGI enhancements. So you got one that's a flat 2D animated character and the other's a 3D animated. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, and he even says, he goes, yeah, I got the CG, I got the uh, the CG pr- procedure done. Procedure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so Dale is CGI and Chip is still two-dimensional. Right. That's it was cute. Pretty, I mean, it looks really good. I mean, we could totally shit the bed on this. It would be like, oh, my God. This is terrible, but and it, and I'm sorry. Is it a movie or a TV uh, series? It's, it's a movie, it's a movie. Uh, but it's going straight to Disney Plus. Excellent. So that's what I like to hear. You know, uh, you know Brad, uh, get out of the house. No, adjust sir. Adjust your expectations. Uh, hey, so. it even had a uh, the Indiana Jones joke in it. Yeah, where he uh, yeah. <laughs> just grab whatever and he wears his old costume <laughs> from the TV show. Uh, I'm not crazy about the voices, but I think uh, I think I will enjoy it. Uh, all right, well let's keep uh, things moving and uh, pay our respects now for the dearly departed. All right, Brian, I know you're hitting refresh on your browser. There is everything. We only have one to report, right? I'm uh, I'm checking. <laughs> All right. Y'all, y'all quit saying that. Well, again. All right. It looks like he's still alive. He's still alive. Excellent. We'll save that for another very special episode. <laughs> In this one, Ivan Reitman, <laughs> who uh, directed all of Podman Ron's favorite movies, including including what? <laughs> what are some of your favorite movies, Podman Ron? Ghost, he's only directed what? Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two. I think. No, he did more than that. Didn't. Uh, well, I don't know if he directed Stripes, but I mean, he goes back quite a ways, right? Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. Maybe Meatballs. He, oh, Meatballs! Yeah, that's what. Kindergarten Cop, Twins. I had a lot of stuff. Thanks for we're doing. Kindergarten Cop was a good movie. On the spot research here. What's that? What was a good one? Cop. That was. I stand by Kindergarten Cop. That was a good movie. I stand by Meatballs. I stand by Meatballs myself. That was a good movie. That was the last good Bill Murray movie. Legal Eagles. Legal Eagles. That was a good one. Space Jam. Uh, Uh, The first Space Jam, yeah. mm -hmm. All right, so, hey, he had a long, wonderful career, but we'll we'll know mostly as Ghostbusters, I guess. Honestly, I thought he was already dead. I thought that's why he didn't direct the last Ghostbuster. I thought he was already dead. (laughs) What what was the word that we used for that? When you think somebody... The Ruth Buzzy syndrome, remember? Yeah, what's remorse? You, you, you coined the term. What is the term? Oh, Fomorial. A Fomorial, yeah. yeah. Uh, we almost threw a Fomorial for him. I thought he was, uh, w- w- when y'all announced his death, I was like, oh, shit, he ain't already dead? I was more surprised about that. 
But, you know, may he rest in peace. Yes, of course. Yes, definitely. Um, all right. Well, if that's all, I think that's all we had in celebrity deaths this uh, this time around. So we're... Yeah, y'all... Mm. Mm. So it ain't over yet. I'll jinx it. We do not want to jinx anything. We will, we will see. Um, all right. Well, let's... Uh, what are we going to do? You want to go to the movies or the TV shows now? Go to the movies. No, TV we'll we show. We go, we go TV shows. All right, let's go to the TV shows. All right, on the TV shows, we've got a couple of uh, shows that just wrapped up. The Book of Boba Fett and Peacemaker. And uh, one I think everybody loved, and the other I'm not so... So much sure. I'm, I have. I confess, I have not watched all of Book of Boba Fett. We were going to tonight, mm. uh, but didn't. Uh, so I still have one episode to go. So I have watched the all of them up until the last episode. But uh, you guys seem like you're very disappointed in Boba. The potential of Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Yes, the potential was there, and they missed the boat big time. It's like. They never understood why people were infatuated with Boba Fett to begin with. It's like they couldn't have gotten it more wrong. So, yeah. Well, I was talking to uh, Absolute Alex the other night, and it was kind of weird. It's like they should have switched the Mandalorian character with Boba Fett because the Mandalorian did, like, the bounty hunter shit. That mm. Boba Fett should have been doing. Right. And the Mandalorian seems like he was more posed to be a, you know, person who was protecting a town like Boba Fett was doing. So it was kind of weird. I, I feel like they got the two fucking mismatched. Yeah, maybe. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. Yeah. You I got mean, chocolate in my peanut butter. Honestly, I could see the Mandalorian, like, taking on a town to protect it. You know, in you know, like the Dirty Dozen, like or the Magnificent Seven, or whatever it was, but uh, in that kind of vein, like like Boba Fett did in this, you know, I could see the Mandalorian doing it, it would make sense. Boba Fett, he should have been a bounty hunter, like he was in the Star Wars movies, and 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 take on what Mandalorian was doing the first couple of seasons. So it was just kind of weird. It just they totally got it weird. It's it, yeah, it, it's. Again, there's gonna be there's gotta be like a story behind like what the hell went wrong with this, you know? Like so many weird choices, you know? Uh, like what the hell? Why? Why did you spend two episodes on the Tuscan Raiders just to kill them? You know, thirty seconds into the third episode, why did you take three, you know, two episodes and completely, you know, not even focus the the title Very character bizarre. in the yeah. episodes at all, you know? Uh, then you've got an episode committed to in, uh, introducing all of these ki- these scooter kids, <laughs> which Jesus Come Christ, on. they're awful. They were terrible. Like, you know what? instead of having the mods, what would have been would have been fantastic this last episode is if you would have had the Tuscan Raiders come in and start helping. You know, the, the fight sense. back. You know, I mean, that would have made a would have made sense. It would have been a lot. You know made more sense than the the mod squad coming in on their little bikes. 
Oh my god! <laughs> and then in Freetown, Freetown comes in. You know, they, they kept talking about oh, Freetown's going to come in and help the city. And it was like what four of them? I mean, it was like <laughs> the bartender. Yeah. Does <laughs> like, the bartender come and help? Yeah, the bartender like, comes in and helps. Good. Like this, I've been like, this is what we've been waiting for. There's like eight people in this little float here. Yeah, it's oh. and then then you bring in Cad Bane, which everybody's like clamored for, and oh, everybody loves Cad Bane. He was cool looking. I will give him that. He's cool looking until he got completely, you know, treated like a bitch. <laughs> like at the end. Oh, I know. I can't wait for that. Like so, it's like, you know, hey, we brought in this character. So it's like, hey, everybody loved Boba Fett. Here's a Boba Fett show. We don't understand why you liked him or how to write him, but here he is. Oh, you don't like this? Well, don't just wait. We're going to bring in a character you love from the Clone Wars, and oh, we killed him. Like <laughs> so, it's, it's just like, make it all better. You know, this this show is so freaking bizarre. I do not understand it. Um, and and a lot of people are blaming Robert Rodriguez. Oh, for no. so because he directed I like. I don't honestly think, I mean, yeah, I, I, with the mods, that was fucking ridiculous. But, like, I feel like Disney shoehorned the whole Mandalorian shit in I mean, I mean, and, but don't get me wrong, that was the best stuff of the whole series. But it was definitely all, it was just weird that they would shoehorn two whole episodes of the Mandalorian and Luke, well, Luke acting, acting creepy. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Disney inter- interceded. Because I think I think they originally said this Boba Fett show was only going to be four episodes. Hmm. I think originally it was only supposed to be four. Well, so it, it was it was only four because that's all <laughs> he wasn't in the last one. No, that's true. Right? But I, I feel like uh, because there's been so Mandalorian's still not in production for season three, and the way season two left off with Baby Yoda going off with Luke. I feel like there probably was some, you know, Disney executives going, well, we don't want to lose, we don't want to lose steam, you know, if, yeah. if, if people wait too long for the Mandalorian, and if they don't think the Baby Yoda's coming back, we right. might lose that audience, uh, so they had to really, they had to, you know, uh, correct course real quick and go, hey, don't forget, they're big, well, they, look Baby how cute Yoda's he is. coming back. Look I at him. Like, but they, like, double down on the cuteness of Baby Yoda. <laughs> I mean, I, Jesus. And the and the assholeness of Luke again. I haven't seen the last episode, but the uh, second to the last episode where it focuses on it's the Luke and Baby Yoda show, and then uh, Luke's very creepy. I mean, it looks cool, I think, uh, but he's still very creepy. They did a fantastic job with Luke to a point where you can honestly now tell really cool Luke Skywalker stories from yeah. just right turn of he, the Jedi and not does, miss the beat. It does seem like he was moving awfully slow, though. Like he would, you know, bend down very slowly. Like he could, if it was too quick, maybe they would have to render the animation more or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know, but uh, but no, I thought that the creepy part or the asshole part was like, oh, you know, yeah, your your surrogate father oh. left you this, and you can have it, or you can have a lightsaber, but you ain't well, gonna get both. Tell hold me, tell me, what happened? I'll tell you. And everybody's saying that, but I did hear on one podcast, and I kind of agree with the guy. Luke kind of gave him a choice that was kind of made to him also. You know, Yoda kind of gave Luke the choice, 
you can stay here and train with me. Right, or, or help you can your go friends. Save your friends. And he chose to go save his friends. He chose to, to have what was, you know, these attachments, these friendships. Right. And this, instead of the Jedi way is to just, you know, it's all about <laughs> you, Jedi Order. And Luke knew this, so Luke gave him, you know, gave him the choice that he had. You can stay and train with me, or you can go be with your attachment, you know, and and you have a choice now. Right. It's still... And, so if you look at it like that, it kind of makes sense, but they didn't really explain it like that. They were just like, yeah. Well, now the rumor is that we're going to get, uh, they're working on another Jedi, like, story, another Jedi trilogy or something like that. Not, uh, you know, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Right. You know, or the High Republic or any of that stuff. It's going to be set post, um, you know, episode nine but where jedi are allowed attachments nice (laughs) finally the jedi like get to be horny that's right they can start banging but uh yeah it was the the final episode like it's all in moss vespa it's there's so many weird choices, like the the mod guy spinning for no reason. <laughs> like, like that shot. I, whoever thought that shot should have made it onto onto any sort of uh, uh, television yeah. program as an idiot. The um, and then uh, you know when Boba Fett flies off to go get his rancor. I mean, I would love to have seen the cutaway of that rancor. Like running to town because the you know Jabba's palace isn't you know at the end of the street, right? It's far away, right? <laughs> you know, it's it's leagues away. But you know, Boba Fett flies off, and suddenly, like thirty seconds later, he's running. He's riding back on that Rancor, which was just bizarre. Uh, the some of the like just the characters they chose to like add into this was it was. I, I do not. It was like- rough. I do not like the Annie Oakley woman. I cannot stand her. The the whatever the what's her Amy name? Amy Sedaris. Yes. Oh no. my god. <laughs> she I mean, is bad. Just terrible. Oh well, Mandy. What are we going to do here? Right. Oh, I'm fixing your ship. Oh God! <laughs> Stop. Uh, well, what about the uh, the mayor's assistant? Like uh, that guy, and he's he's on her show too. The Amy Sedaris so show that I don't know if it's still on, but he was he was uh, on there as well. So, but you know yeah. what, guys? I mean, let's just face it: is this for fifty-year-old men? No, or is not at all. For, you know, eight, nine-year-old kids. Right. I mean, well, I don't think my eight, nine-year-old kids enjoyed it either. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just putting that, just out, there. that out there. Uh, but uh, no, I, I agree. I think this is all for kids, so it's hard to judge. Uh, you know, you can just say, hey, as an adult, it's not very entertaining, and they, they raped my childhood. But uh, going back to who's the blame, I, I'm a big Robert Rodriguez fan, even though I'm not a fan of his, all of his movies. I like his stuff in general. Uh, but Dave Filoni's got to share a little bit of this blame, right? Yeah, I would, I would agree. But I think it's a little – and there's probably a lot of it being overproduced by Disney. Right. You know, but uh, there's – there's Robert Rodriguez from El Mariachi, 
Right, there's a time shift. <laughs> there's a before and after. And then there's Spy Kids. <laughs> right. And Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Unfortunately, I feel like Shark Boy and Lava Girl, Robert, uh, Robert Rodriguez, yeah. showed up. <laughs> not, I think you're probably not, uh, not Desperado, Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> which is unfortunate. It's you unfortunate, know, but yes. I really thought what we were going to get at the end, and it would have been so much cooler, was uh, a DA's Han Solo. Because, you know, they've been talking oh. about Harrison Ford coming back. You know, that he's accepted a role. And I, I thought we were going to get a at least like a, a small a little bit interesting cameo yeah. of Solo, but we didn't. No. We got we got nothing instead. So. We got nothing. All right. So overall, you're saying that yeah, go ahead, Brad, and finish watching it, but uh, take your time. No big rush. I do a, you know, the thing is, it's like the battle. It it, it was long and tedious. There were some cool moments, and I mean. Bubba Fett using his Nick Rockets. I mean, there's really some cool stuff in it, but if you're, like, examining examining it as a story, it's terrible. I mean, it's like, it makes no fucking sense on why why he would even draw those people into the town anyway. I mean, well, you know, instead of going to his fortress. <laughs> He's got a fortress. At the fortress, he, he drags them all into town, you know. Um, to that bar, yeah. Well, what, what about uh, uh, just the fact that, that they're in a desert planet fighting fish people? It, there shouldn't have been a chance that the fish people would ever, <laughs> ever be able to win this fight. <laughs> and the fact that they killed several fish people and none of them were flopping on the ground? Something's wrong there. That's bad, that's bad writing. It's bad writing. Just sloppy. All right. Well, from from bad writing and fishes flopping to uh, you know fishes have, have, people having sex with fish, let's go to over to Peacemaker now. <laughs> How about that? I was trying to figure out how to screw that one in there. Uh, so Peacemaker wrapped up uh, this week as well, and uh, a satisfying end to this uh, new series that is going to get it greenlit for season two. Uh, yeah. Overall, Brian, what do you think? I enjoyed it. I loved the hell out of it. It was a great show. I mean, it's nice having something where uh, you you didn't have all these preset expectations of what was going to happen. You know, it was a little under the radar at the beginning, and uh, it, it it stuck most of the landings. Yeah. You know, it's a it was a great show. Uh, even the uh, the cameo uh, surprise at the end of the episode. So. <laughs> Yes, uh, Podman Ron, I tell you, you've watched it, the last episode? I did. I did. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I will stand by uh, John Cena that, you know, he he nailed this role fantastic. I mean, yeah. he, his comedic chops, I mean, the faces he would make, the uh, he, he was funny as hell. I mean, it was great. Like the new rock here. The, uh, the vigilante. The guy who played that, he was fantastic. I mean, um, the hottie, uh, you know, James Gunn's wife or whatever the hell. Hardcore. Hardcore. She was great. All the, the characters were fantastic. The story got a little bit drawn out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, um, I don't know, it just kind of seemed a little bit longer. I would have liked to have seen him touch more on his father and let yeah. his father be 
Knoxville and fighting a little bit more than what we saw. Um, and against all those racist pricks, I, I, that would have been a little bit, kind of break that up a little bit and see more of that. But um, other than that, everything, God, I, it was, I was laughing my ass off on some of those uh, scenes in there. And, you know, um, the Justice League at the end, uh, you know, spoilers, but that was pretty goddamn awesome. So, yeah, spoiler. Yeah. I I haven't uh, gone online and looked at everything, but I can only imagine this is only going to incite. It's only going to make fanboys happy. Of restore the Snyderverse has some sort of glimmer of hope, or mm-hmm. people are going to be upset that it's like I can't believe they're using, you know, they're making uh, fucking fish jokes and stuff like that with my Justice League or whatever. Oh, You're, it's going to have those two camps that people are yeah. going to be excited and like it's coming back, it's coming back. And there people are going to be like they're making a travesty of it, or maybe both, right? <laughs> So, yeah, I haven't seen any but any real backlash from it. I uh, although it's it is a it's so uh, Ezra Miller. It's like he always makes the weirdest choice. It's weird. I, he's, <laughs> and I, I, that was the worst casting ever. It, it's like when when the whole thing when uh, Peacemaker tells Aquaman to go, you know, fuck a uh, fish, fuck a fish. Uh, and then Aquaman goes, you know, I'm uh, I'm so sick of that rumor. And and now all Ezra Miller Flash had to say was, you know, it's a rumor, you know, like. But he's like, well, you do fuck fish. Like that's that was the choice of what he said. Right, right. And it was like, why would you, why would you say that and not expect to get a trident through the chest? Right, right. You know, it's like it's it's just. He he always makes the awkward choice, and it's like I don't I don't know if that was in the script. I, I'm sure he wasn't told to say that, but that's what he said. So it's I yeah, don't know. A it, uh, it was a lot. It was odd. Uh, however, uh, you know, having them show up was pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's you know, the, so. it, it was a neat Easter egg because uh, all through, I think maybe every episode, I'm sure it's well documented, every episode there's a reference to a DC hero in there, right? Whether it's Yeah, and it's always weird ones. Green Arrow or uh, Batmite or whatever. So it was kind yeah. of neat to see, oh yeah, this is in that universe. This is a confirmation, although Superman and Wonder Woman kind of hiding in the shadows. Uh, and Batman <laughs> and Cyborg never to be seen again. So that was pretty funny. It's like, you couldn't, why, what, what, what choice was that made? You know, being like, yeah. nah, let's not put Cyborg in there or Batman. Let everybody think Batman. Yeah, because it could just be a silhouette of a dude. And right. people are going to say, well, that's Cyborg. You know, you wouldn't, it's not like Cyborg's silhouette is going to say it's part robot. Right. You, know, you can put him uh, in his, but, uh, over his uh, hoodie. Yeah, that's it. And, yeah, nope. That's, that's fine. Nope. He wasn't making it in. Uh, so, but, yeah, go ahead, Podman Ron. I was just saying it. Like Brian said, it was like you didn't really know what to expect. I mean, you're, you're playing with characters that, you know, they could die or they could live. And, I mean, it. And these, the butterfly, you know, I, I like that storyline. That was a cool story. I mean, they looked good. It was a cool storyline. It, it, I'll tell It just so, stretched out a little, maybe an episode too long, or if they would have divided the, the storylines evenly yeah. with the other fine with his dad. But other than that, it's a great show. I like uh, the absurdity 
that he has to switch helmets to use his other powers. So he has to bring a duffel bag full of of helmets. Right. How many of those helmets he's lost? I mean, he's left them everywhere. I mean, anybody can pick them up and just start using them because he don't ever – he's constantly just leaving them around everywhere and never picks them back up and uses them again. But Uh, So let me ask you this. Do you think that the butterflies were telling the truth of why they were here? Yeah, but I, I believe they were telling the truth. But I mean, if you listen to what he what they want, they they still wanted to kind of control the world. They wanted to, you know, kind of take over. Right. So, you, you didn't think there was any kind of uh, left wing conspiracy there? It was sort. Of, it started going in when she was giving the speech about well, we had to leave our planet because we were destroying it. And we used up all the resources or whatever stuff. And I'm like, James Gunn, you sly fox. What? I'll, I'll do that now. You know, it's the resource. <laughs> right. Uh, but, um, yeah. Oh, you cut out there, Podman Ron. No, it was, uh, it was a good show. Hey, it was a good, it was show. A good show. Yeah. I think it would have, and maybe you're right, Podman Ron, that maybe it would get a little bit slow. I feel like it's got some rewatchability, too. Like, now I'm kind of like, eh, I may start it over and just rewatch it again. It'll be a quick uh, eight but, episodes or whatever. <laughs> Is rewatching and pick up on stuff that yeah. now that you know the full story that you would do oh okay this makes sense and yeah, all you like know peacemaker sexuality and stuff like that. I'm telling you, John Cena, I, he's a actor. I mean, I I enjoyed. Oh my god! Do you follow him on Instagram? No. Fuck Could no. you sw- watch him out with The Rock? Maybe fucking Rock, where he's posts up every <laughs> ten minutes. I see John Cena on my feed all the fucking time. All right. No, I, I'd give it. There's Eagley in the background. Yep, yep. He uh, he said four out of five, but PMR's uh, volumes broken up. So oh, okay, four out of five. Four out of five. Four out of five. Okay, that's very good. I, I would give the same thing. I think for it, it's a definite watch. Not perfect, probably, but it's, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it was pretty close to it. I don't, I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would give it four or five. Like in the, uh, I feel like DC has found their stride, you know, and it's, uh, it's getting weird, you know, like, uh, not, you know, uh, and the fact that they'll go R and they can go R where Marvel never will. You know, yeah. uh, so between, you know, Doom Patrol, uh, the last Suicide Squad movie, this, whatever we've got, you know, on the docket next, I feel like, you know, from James Gunn, I feel like we're going to start getting a lot more of these type properties, which. Uh, yeah, it's funny you say Doom Patrol, because, yeah, Doom Patrol is a great show, too. And it, you're right. It reminds me of this, where they take these off beaten characters yeah. and just do weird shit with it and. They don't care what they do with them, you know, because no one knows who these characters are, you know. Yep. And so, like, I think when you're, if you go back to comics, like, you know, if we saw something like this in comics, it was in the 90s where people, where Image came around, right? Image Comics boomed because kids, uh, well, Spider-Man's for babies, you know, but I like Spawn. Yeah, you know, like that 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 idea, or you know, X Men are cool, but Wildcats are cooler, right? 
you've got that type of scenario where people that were watching the Marvel movies and may start getting some of that that glut of Marvel, especially considering you know a lot of the the primary characters are gone now, uh, and the audience is aging up. Where yeah. people may easily slip into this. Oh, we've got, we've got Sandman. We've got the Sandman TV show coming up, right? Uh, you know, again, getting into that weirdness. But if you get the Sandman, uh, and they said they're doing it, like uh, Neil Gaiman has said they're doing uh, Sandman um, issue five, uh, where Doctor Destiny goes to the diner. Brad, have you read that? Nope. Same, oh man! Like, but they said they're doing it. So if we get if, we're, if Sandman is is really it, it gets into that trippy sort of weird stuff too. Uh, it's not really uh, comedy. It's right. more like weird horror stuff. But again, like you can't do Sandman PG. So it's but they don't have to. They're making Sandman R right. Yeah. So so being able to do that kind of stuff, I think, really gives DC, you know. Uh, um, uh, an advantage over Marvel's kind of painted themselves into a corner, you know. So well, we will see. We'll wait uh, another month and see. We'll see what the Batman has in store for us, and see if that saves that, the DC that, universe. That, I don't think it's going to save it, but it does look good. But it's not really building up on the DC universe because it looks well, like the same story. Like, mm, you know, mm, did you did you hear what Matt Reeves said this week? Yeah. Uh, he said the Batman. It's not a. It's not a Bruce Wayne origin story. It's a Rogues Gallery origin story. Oh God, that's so. Oh, that's not going to help Bob Man Ron. It's Catwoman before she's Catwoman. It's Penguin before he was like the crime boss. It's Riddler. You know, uh, like the first time Riddler. That's a cool idea. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, because that's what is that the Long Halloween? I mean, that's basically what he's doing. Right, but if it's everybody's origin story, if it's the villain's origin story, that means it's going to have legs. One and two, you can almost guarantee Joker's in it. Why not? Yeah, why well, not? Joker was on Halloween though. It was basically a two-page storyline, uh, and all those those other characters. Yeah, Long Halloween. It was all about uh, uh, Harvey's wife, right? So, all right, but yeah, well, we we shall see. We see what happens with that. The jury's still out on on the Batman. We'll see what happens. The Batman. The Batman. Tickets are on sale. The tickets are on sale. Go get them, everybody. I'll wait for it to come on HBO Max. Run, don't walk. Forty five days after theatrical. All right, uh, should we go over to where to the movies real quick? Uh, yeah, we can do movies quickly. Let's do movies quickly. Why not? All right, at the movies, Brian, you're just fresh out of the movies uh, as we started recording here. What did you go see? Uh, we went to see opening night of Uncharted. Not because we were super jazzed for it, but we've got people coming in this weekend. So it was like, if we're going to see it, let's go see it Gotta tonight. Go see so, it now. These fucking visitors messing your shit up. Yeah. yeah. So we went to go see Uncharted with, uh, uh, starring, you know, it's, it's uh, Nathan Drake um, is the main character. Based off a of video uh, game, right? 
the PlayStation video game, which is really it's like Tomb Raider. You know, they, right. uh, Uncharted is like uh, is just PlayStation's version of Tomb Raider. But uh, uh, I think there's five games now. You know, it's, it's a highly popular franchise. And this movie they've been trying to get out for probably a good like six, seven years. Um, at one point, I think uh, Mark Wahlberg was set to play Nathan Drake. And then uh, he they couldn't get it out, couldn't get it out, couldn't get it out. And then finally they made Tom Holland, Nathan Drake. And um, uh, Mark uh, Wahlberg is like the... He's the Han Solo. Ah, okay. So, all right, tell us. Uh, so that's the setup. How was the execution? So, I mean, essentially, there's it's it's Indiana Jones. Um, it, it's Indiana Jones set in today's today's world. They're looking for um, uh, the treasure of uh, Magellan. That Magellan, when he uh, circum uh, navigated. navigated the globe. It was, you know, he. The reason he was, they let him go. Spain let him go is because he was on search for gold. So it was, you know, it wasn't this whole, you know, we're gonna altruistically map the globe. It was no, go find gold, and this is gonna be your your, uh, you know, pretext or pretense that you're that you're mapping the world. And so they're looking for Magellan's gold, um, uh, and it's a it's every Indiana Jones movie, mm-hmm. you know, there's keys, there's booby traps, there's, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, they globe trot around the world, you know, uh, um, it, it was fine. I mean, it was, it was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland could not have carried this movie by himself. Oh, really? Like it's, it was very smart that they added Mark Wahlberg because, uh, Tom Holland playing a nerdy kid that's in over his head. He's got that in spades. Right. Tom Holland playing an action hero. Uh, he he ain't there yet. Really? Wow. So it was it was a nice you know uh, uh, um, to have him play off of Mark Wahlberg. So Mark, Mark Wahlberg's good in just about anything. So hey. you know. Uh, so. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but is it a is it a worthy successor to Indiana Jones type adventure movies? Like you see three movies coming out of this. Uh, well, they've got five video games to, to kind of um, dig from, and the video games are very serialized okay. in the stories, and 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 that's the way the Tomb Raider games are now too. Right, it's like you're playing a, a choose your own adventure slash movie. You know, there's lots of dialogue. There's lots of cut scenes. Uh, the the uh, action scenes are kind of on rails, so it's not like your free world. It's like not like an open world. Right. It'll be okay. Next, cut scene. Yeah, you get to the yeah. next cut scene. Basically, is what you're right, trying to do. Right. Right. It's yeah. Your cut scene, and suddenly the bridge you're on collapses, and now you're doing a mini game trying to survive the collapse of the bridge. You know, and then you're told to get, you know, you got to steal this truck and go there. So, you know, it's not like, but if you try to venture, you know, 20 yards this way or 20 yards that way, you're going to hit a wall. You know, right, it's, right. so it's, it's a very linear storytelling and video game experience, uh, which is fine. Yep. You know, um, uh, well, the thing I like best, I haven't played the Uncharted uh, games, but because it's just on a PlayStation, but I've played the, the, uh, the Laura Croft Tomb Raider games. Um, what's you can knock them out in a weekend. 
which yeah. is which is refreshing. You know, you can play the game. You can knock it out in a weekend. If you want to go look at some extra tombs or stuff, you can, but you don't have to to get the story, and you're done right. with it. So, you know, there's a, there's an appeal to that where you don't have to clock, you know, 800 hours to f- unlock everything in this game. Yeah. Um, awesome. But, yeah, it's uh, basically there's a mystery around his brother. There's other villains that are referenced uh, that come up in later games. There's two post-credit scenes. Ooh, so if you're going wow. to see it, stick around for both post-credit scenes. But, uh, but yeah, it has legs uh, um, to go. Uh, I assume they'll make another one. Yeah. You know, uh, um, it, got, it got a 40 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a little, uh, I mean, it didn't deserve a 40. Uh, it's probably not, it's not certified fresh, but it didn't deserve a 40 either. So I deserve a 40. People are cruel. These so, people are cruel. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, I, I actually went to the movies, Podman Ron. I know you don't think I do. Uh, oh, wow. And that hurts my feelings. But, you know, I do get out of the house every once in a while. And uh, my wife made me go see a movie called Sundown. Have you guys heard of this? No. <laughs> Let me read this to you, Podman Ron, and see if it sounds interesting of you. Neil and Alice Bennett are the core of a wealthy family on vacation in Mexico until a distant emergency cuts their trip short. When one relative disrupts the family's tight-knit order, simmering tensions rise to the fore. What do you think about that? I think you're insane. You want to go see a fucking movie that's good, but you want to go see that? Ouch. It had Tim Roth. Brian loves Tim Roth. Who doesn't? Yeah. Did you fall asleep here it? I did not. It had also starred... Charlotte Gainsbourg, who is a French actress that I love. And, uh, yeah, that was, I'm sorry. I've dis- I feel like I've disappointed Podman Ron. So, Lifetime? Could you just watch the Lifetime? <laughs> it had a twist. It was a movie with a twist. Does that matter? Where did you see this movie at? I mean, I, where's this showing at? Probably the Terra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what? I just looked it up, asshole. It got a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it beat your movie almost by twice as good as your movie. <laughs> All right. With a little bit of Tim Roth. But, yeah, it's a, a very slow drama. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, really? It's a slow drama? <laughs> I would have thought that would have been a real lightning fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, I had to I had to change out my tampon after that movie. Yeah, is that yeah. what you're trying to say? <laughs> is that what you're trying to say nicely? Well, if you want to take your ladies out to a good drama, then go see Sundown. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Treat man. them to something other than a superhero movie. Although I did tell my wife because you knew something, there was going to be a big twist and everything. And I told my wife, I'm like, I cannot wait till this guy's superpowers emerge toward the end of the movie. <laughs> I was like, this, he's been in superhero movies before. He's going to turn into the abomination. I'm telling you, he's going to get mad. Yeah, that, that's I can't wait. That would be a twist. All right. Uh, what else we got, boys? I know uh, Brian and uh, Podman Ron, you guys are watching a few things out there. What 
you looking at? What you looking at, Budman Ryan? I think we're uh, we're actually watching the same thing, and since uh, Brian was the one that turned me on to it, I will let him explain the premise of the show, which I've, it is a fantastic show. Yeah, and so it's uh, it's on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. I've seen it several times, and I, I would just jump over. I'm like, ah, well, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. Right, man. I should have I should have jumped on from day one. I should have. Uh, this is probably the best thing I've watched in a couple of years. Wow, tell. Well, uh, first of all, what's the name? For all mankind. For all mankind. I will admit when I saw this. On the rundown, I thought you were talking. There was a, a Criterion Collection released a documentary for all mankind about the landing on the moon. This is not it. This is not it. Nope. Although this is very historical, like uh, 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 the show. I mean, it doesn't. They're in not a, in a what if sort of way. In a what if sort of way, the key characters are based on astronauts and stuff but it's not actual astronauts but then okay. you've got you know buzz aldrin's there and and um uh chuck yeager's there and and sally ride is there and and uh, so all of these astronauts are actually exist and they they've got parts it's not like they're just like you know walking down a hall and somebody goes hey that's you know gus grissom you know it's no it's like no they have like you know long parts of the show like uh okay. um but the premise is uh for all mankind uh, Ru- uh Russia beats us to the moon so right before we're about to send up uh Apollo 11 uh they beat us like by a, by like a, a month to like, the moon actually like what they, they beat us for like by, like 2 weeks yeah, there you go. I mean, by a very short amount of time, they beat us to the moon. And and so because they beat us to the moon and there was so much egg on the U.S.'s face, it, even like the, the plaque, you know, that that um, they put on the moon, it's like they're like, well, this is garbage. Because like, it said, you know, the, you know it was like this. Uh, um, because they beat us to the moon – uh, it became such a political boilerplate that um, Nixon uh, – uh, uh, well, this is just an example. Ted Kennedy uh, – and this is like an episode two. Ted Kennedy, they just say uh, like uh, in passing that he canceled uh, – he was supposed to attend a party in Chappaquiddick, and he canceled so that he could – uh, work because uh, he was working on some stuff about NASA and Russia beating us to the moon. Well, Ted Kennedy ends up becoming president, oh, right? Okay. So he turns that into like a into a presidential run, um, stuff like that. So it's an alternate timeline, and it all diverges because Russia beat us to the moon. And and it had it, the the reason why it had such a huge effect is because Russia beat us. It became political nasa became political you know the the uh the military got involved because it was russia right and the cold war you know so um nasa had better funding nasa we kept going to the moon and we kept trying to one-up russia so instead of just putting a man on the moon we were going to open the we were going to uh um create the first moon base 
But yeah, but in other things was like, you know, so after they put their person on the moon, then, then, you know, then our three astronauts went to the moon like it normally did, but and we were second. Well, then Russia comes back and counters it with, they put a woman on the moon. I mean, this is like 1969 and they're putting a woman on the moon. So now all of a sudden we got to hurry up and put a woman on the moon. Put a woman, yeah. Instead of, you know, Sally Ride in 1980, uh, Finally going to, to space, you know, we're, we're actually putting a woman on the moon in 1969. Gotcha. And so now you've got women astronauts in the, in the late 60s, early 70s. So it's, it's really cool how now everything is geared towards space travel. I mean, astronauts are still heroes throughout the 70s and into the 80s because of this. And, and now they're, now they're building a, you know, a moon base. It's, it is really, really cool. Well, and because of it, you know, season two, uh, it's it's decade spanning. So, like, season one starts in 69 and ends in 83, right? And by 1983, because of all the technology that came from being on the moon, right? Yeah, don't talk you, to me about season two. I've only gotten two episodes. I'm talking about well, it's not, a, I mean, it's just, this is just kind of like cool, like kind of Easter egg right, sort of right, stuff yeah. a little bit, but you've already got in 83, you've already got electric cars. Yeah. In 83, you've already got cell phones. Yeah. You've, uh, you've got video phones in 83, right? They already have email in 83. Wow. Right. And it's all because of things that they, that became commercialized, but were created out of necessity for manning a base on the moon. Right. Yeah, it's really cool. It really makes you think that, oh my God, if we would have done all this and kept up the 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 space program and, and putting stuff on the moon, we we would probably be so advanced in technology. And uh it's it's man, it's a really cool show. All right. I will yeah, and that. there's lots of Cold War tension, you know. Um so you've got uh, all the astronauts are, are pretty much badasses you know you've got all of these really cool characters that are astronauts and they're you know uh like space cowboys right uh and then you've got the the tension of of us in the cold war and russia you've got um the advancement you've got the alternate history like things that happen differently in um because of us going to space and continue to go to space. I think it ends up, uh, I mean, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but just to kind of give you an idea, when it ends season two, uh, they're up to like Apollo 75. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, so it's. And it's also you got like social tensions, like, you know, women in the astronaut program now, you know, and how the men handle that. And then you also got. There's a, a homosexual couple. It's a man and a woman, but, you know, she's a lesbian. He's gay, but they, they would run them out of NASA if they, people know. So they have to hide. So because they, it would they be a security them. risk. Yeah. Right. So they're like, this would be this because you've got a secret. Right. That secret would mean you're a security risk and, and you'd be kicked out of NASA. Right. So so that's interesting. I mean, there's so much in here and the, the wives themselves. 
And I always thought, and I don't know about you, Brian, what I really like is like when the uh, first female goes into space, I like her husband, you know, because now he's got to fit in with the astronaut wives. Yeah. He's the, he's the male, and he's kind of like a pie head. He's like a hippie kind of guy. And uh, and these are like straight-laced, right-wing women, you know. And it's, it's really funny. It's really a good show. I mean, I, I highly, highly, highly recommend, recommend this show. And like I was telling Brad earlier, Brian, before you came on, that uh, I'm kind of just shocked that this is like from Apple TV, you know? I mean, this should be like on a network. I think everybody would enjoy this show. Well, it's... It's it is Apple TV, but it's it's a show they bought from uh, um, Skydance. So it's it's Tom Cruise's production company. Uh oh, for Paramount. And it has Joe Pickett in it. So there you go. From our last episode, I uh, love so. Joe Pickett. Yeah. Oh, uh, Joe Pickett. Uh, honestly, Gordo's the best part of the show. Like I love Gordo. Yeah, Gordo is great. I like his wife. Oh my god, I love his wife. Well, I don't like her now. She kind of sucks in season two. She's kind of a bitch. But uh, she was great in season one. Send her out to outer space. I'll tell you who, who I didn't like that I ended up loving at the end was Molly. Oh, Molly Cobb? Yeah, I love yeah. Molly. Yeah, Which Molly great. Cobb is a, real, is a real person. And, yeah. and, and what's interesting there is, like, Molly and Ellie, and um, they were in the Gemini program. So there the Mer- was the Mercury program. Mercury program. There was a, a female component of the Mercury program uh, that they that they scuttled, and so then they brought them back because um, they were trying to rush and hurry to get a woman on the moon because Russia just did it. So, hey, uh, one quick question, Brian, and I can't never figure it out. I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, I never saw him on the show that I can think of is the guy who plays Dr. Venture, uh, whatever. I remember you telling me he was in it, but I, for the life yeah. of it, I don't know who he played. He was the FBI agent when they thought they had a mole at NASA. Okay. I totally, man, he totally slipped by my radar because I, yeah. I didn't, didn't recognize him at all. Yeah. Dean, uh, or, uh, Rusty, uh, Rusty Venture is, is the, FBI agent that comes in because they think they've got a mole in uh, in uh, a NASA. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Brad, you you really need to watch this. Show. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is it's like yes, it's an alternate history, but there's it's it's so grounded in the 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 space program and actual NASA history that uh, it's 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 really really good. Makes sense. Makes you think what we could have had, you know? What, what could have been? What could have been? All right. Well, I like that. I, uh, I, I've, I've, you know, had it on my list for a while, so maybe I'll check that out. I, you know, between things to check out of futuristic stuff, Lost in Space or For All Mankind? What do you think? Uh, for All Mankind. I'd say For All Mankind. I think you'd enjoy that much. Okay. But not not to give any shit to Lost in Space, because that's to me it's a five out of five also. But <laughs> in terms of what, what I think you would enjoy, I, you would enjoy For All Mankind. And I think oh, listen, uh, Ronald. And so uh, For All Mankind uh, is by Ron Moore, oh. who did Battlestar Galactica, yeah. right? And uh, Outlander, which I can't get into Outlander. 
to save my life. I've tried, but um, uh, he's saying that uh, that he's mapped out a seven year arc, which would be fantastic. I could see them go really go. I'd like to see where they're at in like twenty twenty two, twenty twenty. You know, in the twenty what what they would believe what the future would have been like if we would have kept doing this. If they, well, as quickly as it's moving, yeah. Uh, you'll be 2022 by the end of season three. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe it ties so. into Battlestar Galactica and then to Foundation. Oh, yeah, maybe so. Foundation's pretty far into the future, so maybe uh... cool. All right, well, now that Peacemaker and Boba Fett are over with, maybe I do need to pick up a new show, right? Yep. All right. That would be the one. That would be the one. Okay, well, very good. Maybe I will do that. Now, we've already had two seasons, and uh, season two ended in 20, or uh, debuted in 2020. Huh? I don't want to know. Please don't tell them how many seasons there are. That's a spoiler, man. Come on, man. (laughs) I don't don't want to know what year it ended. No, I'm not saying that. Season one <laughs> came out in 2019. Season two came out in 2020. Uh, so, and they're saying that season three has already been filmed, um, but we don't have a release date yet. Oh, season two just came out. That's no, good. that's good to know that it's coming out soon. Maybe, maybe. Nope. Real quick before we leave, uh, for the, those who watched another good show that's coming back for I think season four. Is uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Oh. Uh, fantastic show coming right. back uh, Friday. They're dropping. They're doing the uh, kind of like Disney Plus is doing now. Instead of dropping them all, they're dropping two at a time for the for the next like four or five weeks. I will have um, to tell my wife. Maybe you and her can talk about that show. Change that, your tempo. That actually, uh, that's a great show. Did you <laughs> not watch it, Brad? No, it's a girl uh, show. Come on, are you kidding me? Not a girl. Oh, yeah. A girl lead who's a comedian? That's insane. Mm. That sounds a little too righteous to me. Man. And unfunny. Yeah, that does not sound very funny. <laughs> Unless it's Julia Louise Dreyfus. I don't want to hear about no marvelous Mrs. Uh, yeah. Maisel. I will uh, she stick... doesn't like uh, uh, Amy Schumer and talk about her vagina all the time. I will stick to my Seinfeld reruns. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, we covered a lot of topics. We uh, did. A lot of stuff going on. All right. Well, maybe we will record again within the next month. Before I'd the... say next week we need to record. So <laughs> well, we, we tried to, and then it was uh, well, I know, we had the a Super Bowl on. and then Valentine's Day. I mean, it's just our, we all live very busy lives, Podman Ron. Yeah, I guess y'all do. <laughs> yeah, Pod, Podman Ron forgets that uh, uh, Brian, that you and I still have kids that are like in the barely into the double digits, right? Yeah, old Cat Stevens, <laughs> like he's got all the free time in the world. Yeah, yeah. Cat Stevens is and not worried Cat about a thing. <laughs> he's wor- worrying where he's putting his Podman bobbleheads and all this shit, and then. Meanwhile, wondering where's what's his kid doing and why he can't record a podcast with his buddies. I know why they don't have time for him. When your old kid want to hang out with me and my friends, <laughs> where's he at? Uh, well, that old kid. 
Yeah, that's, that's all they're good for. All right. Well, well, let's shoot for next week. Next, uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday or Sunday? How about that, Brian? Okay. Do, you, do you have any movies planned or visitors next week? No, they'll be going Wednesday. So okay. All right. We'll shoot for we'll be, Thursday. We should be good for Thursday or Sunday. All right. Look at that. Maybe we'll record two. So exciting. What? That's exciting. Well, we got. Sorry. We still got to do a death pool. We need to do a death pool. And don't, I don't want y'all to say what I know it's all about. All right. Well, yeah. We may, when, when that happens, we're going to have to have a very special episode, right? Hey, we'll do a very special episode for that. He'll yeah. be worth it. He is worth it. He is worth He's it. All goddamn right. right. Well, until that next very special episode, Brian. Let's save it for the podcast.